And would you come on my podcast? Would I come on your what? Shut up! <laughs> We're recording. Stop making celebrities do podcasts. Holy fuck, you got a podcast too? Is it to contextualize life in America for your audience in China? <laughs> Thank you for listening to Hog Story. Where I've got nothing quippy to say other than I'm just glad to be here. I'm Fletcher. And where I am still brushing off confetti, I'm Carolyn Blaney. Coming to you from the heart of the Texas Hill Country, FEMA region number six, I'm Adam. It's, it, it's lit. In the smoker, Adam. Yeah, hey, how, how are you guys doing? Hey, Adam. Fantastic. We're doing great. I'm doing great. I should this, say. This is this is some funky, funky music. I like that whole opening. Is I love it. That was good. Oh, thank oh, you. Thank you. Uh, Carolyn did the music there. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. She, yeah. She so talented. It, she called it fresh oh, herbs you. and garlic. <laughs> I hey, like that. Herbs are hard to get these days. Have you noticed that? They are. Uh, we we have a we have a we had a garden uh, this this past summer, and uh, we had er, fresh herbs. I had oregano, uh, and we harvested that, and it's in the fridge. Um, we also have had basil, so I would I have garlic, oregano, and basil, or extra virgin olive oil, ba- uh, balsamic vinegar. And then I have the perfect salad dressing. It's gorgeous. Love it. We had uh, we we also had a garden which mainly fried, but we did uh, harvest some basil. Uh, but right now, in uh, both stores, we have an H E B and a natural grocer in Fredericksburg. Uh, they are sold out of any type of fresh herbs, any type of packaged herbs. Certainly no basil. And natural grocer has no eggs. No eggs. Oh. No. It's all, uh, you know, they, we called tens of millions of chickens. Of course, at HEB, you can get plenty of eggs. Those are from the egg factory. God knows how those eggs are produced. <laughs> well, they're bleached. Also, Whatever, the, yeah. whatever, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But they didn't kill their chickens or whatever they got them out of. No, no it's sure bad. those uh, growth hormones help, uh, help with all yeah. sorts of other things, too. Yeah, but we had the, you know, the calling for the bird flu, and now we're seeing it. And the eggs are $8 a dozen. Eight dollars at the, at yeah, H E B at H E B. See, this is why I live in the middle of nowhere. There's a there's a lady that comes into our shop that sells us eggs, and uh, oh, nice. They're three dollars a dozen, and she's like, "I'm sorry, they're so expensive." I'm like, "Are you kidding? Yeah. This is uh, worth yeah. it. Worth the three dollars a dozen." Yeah, three dollars yeah, well, a dozen. That's pretty good. I mean, in Canada, a dozen is I think it's over six dollars Canadian. Wow. Yeah, but that's twenty cents. So that's yeah. that's, that's yeah. really it's cheap. Probably up really there. comes out to three dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we were we were um, we. We just can't get enough because uh, <clears throat> Tina and I both eat actually a lot of eggs. We have recently about three each a day, and mm-hmm. um, so we were getting the. We got a, a whole bunch from Holy Cow Farms there in uh, Lubbock, but you know it's like when you're basically doing a couple dozen a week. I mean, it just gets a little crazy to keep having that shipped in. Yeah. So we're trying to yeah. source some locally. And when and right now, it's like, oh, crap, we're going to make some meatballs tonight. Like, need an egg. We don't have any eggs. So we are went there, on an egg hunt. Are there any farmer's markets or 
or anything like no, that? No, it's it's been so bad. Um, there is uh, there is a farm. It's a you know kind of unstructured type farmer market at um, when a guy here in town, Dwight. Um, but everyone's crops failed uh, this past summer. A a almost everything completely died or just didn't produce enough to even take it to market. Yeah, it was really bad. And Man. most of it here is beef, right? Most of it, beef, yeah. bison, some hog out here. Um, we actually finally got uh, a uh, one ranch in, uh, where is it? Uh, I want to say Stockton, but that's not right. Um, Stockwell something, I can't remember the name. Uh, nearby in the beef initiative. So we're really trying to trying to spice things up here. Bring uh, it back to a little more natural stuff. I I drive around quite often and see these. They're they're just farmers on the side of the road. You know, they'll back their truck up and be selling honey or you know watermelon, cantaloupe, tomatoes, squash, like uh, sure, very yeah, whatever sure. they've grown. Yeah. You know, you'll just see a random guy stopped on the side of the road. Uh, oh if, yeah, if I see that. I, oh yeah, if I see that, I pull over. You bet. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. If you can get something good, Stonewall. That's what I was thinking of. Stonewall. Oh Stonewall, right? Uh -huh. Yeah, that is around your area. Oh, speaking of towns named after walls, are you aware of Rockwall um, around Dallas? Uh, to the east of Dallas. Crypto, Man, that's it's, powerful. It's sounds familiar, <laughs> but uh, I don't know why. What's oh, going on uh, in Rockwall? Well, it's named after a um, an old rock wall that they found in the dirt. A farmer uh, was plowing his field and and was trying to remove the stone till he realized it was attached to a wall. And, oh, uh, like an ancient wall or something? Yeah, buried way down in the ground, and it's like 40 feet high. And they try and say it's a natural clay formation, and uh, it's okay. not, because clay, <laughs> when it dries... Jointed, no, no, a naturally jointed geological formation, which has the appearance of a wall. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm reading from Wikipedia. Oh, of course, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what they say. And I'm not <laughs> but buying of course, it. Huh, interesting. It it's it looks too consistent to be natural. Well, why would they lie about it? Because it's it's buried way down the ground. It's like seventeen square miles worth of wall. Like I said, it's uh. forty feet high. They don't want mm -hmm. to admit that Baron Trump is a time traveler. Oh yeah, no, we know that. <laughs> um, a study of unusual. Natural magnetic effects in geoarchaeological surveys produced mineral oxidation, and boom, the wall was created. Oh, yeah, oh, boom. Just the Great like Wall that, of huh? Texas. Nice. <laughs> okay. This is interesting. I didn't know this, man. Thanks for turning me on to this. Crypto. Oh, yeah. It's, it's very interesting. Um, what, do you say, what is the jingle? Crypto? Is that what that is? Uh, that's uh, yeah, every time we Elizabeth get Elizabeth uh, Warren. Oh, when, when someone uh, sends you a boost. Can I follow this? Can I follow the boosts? Um, they um, are, they should oh, they be showing in the, up in the, the chat, chat room. room, in the yeah. chat room. Oh, oh yeah. Right in the chat room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can man. see it. Look, hold on. Yeah. Look at this. You got, okay. I just, for those of you who have never seen podcasting 2.0 in action, I love that. Okay. So we had a, a boost or Spencer sent a donation, 32,667 sats. You have the USD amount followed by the CAD amount right there. This is yeah. sexy. How do I get How do I get one of these for myself? That's our buddy uh, Nodebit. He set that up because I'm using uh, Telegram with the uh, Satoshi Stream bot. Mm -hmm. uh, we had to use a webhook and have uh, a bot send that to Discord and in turn re relay it back to IRC. <laughs> uh, it's because a Rube Goldberg bots, machine. I, I they cannot won't communicate tell you, with each other. I cannot tell you. 
how much I love what you guys, really everyone who, who does the live streams on No Agenda Stream, um, I know Sir Spencer, you know, mm-hmm. there's just so much, you would do such amazing, crazy shit with, uh, with the 2.0 and the lit. Um, you know, and I, and I saw, I saw you going live on the, uh, on the Mastodon through that bot. I mean, we're, we're pulling things together and finally, finally we're in this place in technology where you can string it together. I mean, yeah, that yeah. sounded a little, a little nutty the way you were put it together there, but still, you can still do it. And this is, so, this to me is incredibly exciting what we're doing here. It really is. And I love that you guys are doing this. I, well, I appreciate it so much. It's brand new. Oh, I love There's it. no, um, there's no set pathway, so we had to figure <laughs> exactly. that yeah. out. Yeah. We you have to figure it out ourselves. As, as we say, you're running with scissors. Well, shit, you know, if, and like, if it wasn't for uh, Sir Spencer running at me with scissors, <laughs> I would, you know, I wouldn't have uh, really been able to understand a lot of it. Uh, yeah. Spencer, uh, Booberry Servo, and uh, C Dubs, and my buddy Nodebit uh, here in the Hog Story chat, they all uh, lent lent their hands and uh it's nice i mean we got this whole little community organization going on here right Uh, so and and i'm sure that you tell people all the time who are listening to this as a podcast where they can find out how to do this yes oh yes new new podcast podcast (laughs) yeah nude nude podcast podcast podcast. yes and i recommend uh, well for this for for lit you got to get podverse Mm -hmm. um i hear fountain fountain's gonna do lit pretty soon um, That's Curiocaster, good. of course, uh, does lot, although they don't have an alert system, but we're working on that too. I'm Just working with a Mitch. I'm trying to get um, get us lit on Podverse. Crypto. There, there uh, was there was something with it that I I, I was trying to. Um, I think a week or two ago, I was I was trying. I I sent out uh, the the white flag and say hey i need some help and just mm-hmm. like the everyone is so wonderful uh it just so many people say you know we're you know let's let's all work together let's solve this problem and yeah. it was just beyond me so i i, Crypto. I think it's i think it's wonderful did we get I it set up did, did you get it set up with uh with podverse not yet no no um there it was it was something with the uh date it was either the date format um, oh, yeah, the, yeah. or date and time format, just something very small, um, but yeah. but actually quite quite significant. And, and I sent a, a screenshot of where um, uh, where we because we use web, uh, WordPress, uh, uh-huh. so I I sent uh, a screenshot of what our uh, what is recommending the uh, time. Uh, the timestamp to be and it's supposed it's different so it's uh yeah, yeah yeah i i understand i understand well you let me know if, if you run any trouble i can also see what, if i can pull in help yeah definitely i'll, I'll i have to revisit it if we have the holidays and i'm, I'm gonna have to revisit it because i i do want to get uh, uh podverse working i think it's great that um now it's uh, get albi uh, you can you can boost with Get Albi wallets through oh yeah Podverse. that's and through that's Podverse. Just so yep. simple yeah, yeah you know. that's so cool and it and I just love the way Podverse has it where like I I can tell that once I get it working it's going to just be so so simple to to just uh, it's like pressing a button to to say hey we're Hog Stories lit right now and I'm I'm so excited about that. <laughs> Yeah, good. <laughs> but WordPress is such a pain in the ass. It fights every step of the way. It 
um, my problem. Well, I can is, help you there too. You know, uh, well, we've been working with with the WordPress folks. <laughs> oh, well, good. Uh, the, we'll see uh, if you can help you. The I I use a couple of different um, plugins. So I'm using the namespace plugin uh, that is pretty handy. That's uh, for. Um, uh, what am I? People must be falling asleep on us, man. Uh, they might be. Don't, yeah, don't do the namespace getting... plug-in thing. It's okay. we'll, we'll talk about that oh, later. Okay, okay. Well, <laughs> don't either way, you can't just go in and modify your XML for the RSS just by no, hand. No, of course not. No, of course not. Yeah. Of course not. <laughs> but we uh, we are steadily getting those uh, streaming sets, and we'll be reading them out uh, in the donation segment later on in the show. Um, Carolyn, uh, still on the, uh, the podcasting 2.0 thing, you had some interesting ideas about uh, comedy specials. That you yeah. told me a little while ago. Yeah. Um, so I, I just stand up comedy is it's uh, so close to my heart. Um, I I used to go to uh, a comedy uh, night every Monday night, but now we're doing hog stories. So it's so now it's a little different. But um, I they I would watch stand up comedy all the time, and mm-hmm. um, I I've been thinking about. Uh, people's specials. Pe- a lot of com- comics have, uh, are putting out specials independently from net and uh, from Netflix. And I just think it would be such a to to have like a two point uh, uh, like a podcasting two point um, a streaming like stream some sets uh, for these comedy specials. Oh, and, it's all it's all going to go that way. I am yeah. convinced. I am completely convinced yeah. that. Every it's really going to be some options, but I think the most the biggest successes will come from uh, any type of content that is appropriate uh, for uh, for this for the streaming value for value. I, I think that's the way to go. I really I so. do. I really yeah. do. Yeah. It because it, uh, it, I because I I, li- I listen to a lot of comics that are just yeah, they might may be off color I guess or 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 could be canceled for for what they say and all all I can think of is you know yeah you're putting your own money into this but what about yeah people can send you Venmo people can do all PayPal whatever but what if they're gone so I think I think it, it's it's such a natural progression uh, yep. podcasting. Oh no, I, uh, I I would love to. I mean um. I can't wait to do the first uh, streaming verses with Mo. Um, you know, we have uh, you know verses. You know the no. verses uh, competition. Oh, it's the it's the no. DJs, the hip the hip hop DJs oh. uh, compete against each other in real time. They yeah. stream it. So I want to nice. do that with with Sats. Oh yeah. Oh, it's all oh, kinds that's... of stuff. All kinds of stuff. I don't oh, know if I ever exciting. told you, Carolyn. It was this was man. Over a year ago now, I sent an email to uh, your mom's house. Um, yeah. Telling them that they didn't have to do Sadfa luxury mattress ads and all those other ads that they do on YouTube. Um, that, you know, people that listen to the show would be more than happy to donate to them and they would still mm-hmm. make just as much money. Of course, I got no reply, but I had this long. <laughs> long uh, email all about it uh, and i pointed him to a lot of stuff you were doing adam but uh oh I well doubt- that's never that's never a good idea like well, that freak that, cr- that crazy kook well, uh, whatever the, he's uh, doing can't be right even saw it which can't i mean be right man i don't know though ever since you've been on rogan his him and his buddies they they'll say things because i i watch a lot of comedy too and uh mm-hmm. they'll 
these comedians that were obviously uh, more leaning to the left side of politics have started saying things that you only hear on No Agenda or or oh, shows really? that like take it from you guys. Yeah, just just certain uh, stances on ideas. Like, oh, maybe we should rethink this. Like, you think that you think that's because of us? I I do think it was because of your appearance on Rogan, and they probably huh. checked out at least one episode. Going, all right, what is all this about? Uh, or I'm, or I'm even going, just I'm going on again on this Rogan. month. Really, I'm going on oh, again cool. this month. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Time for an update, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> or it's January slow month for guests. Uh, who, uh, call Curry. He'll <laughs> call always Curry. show up. He'll always show up. He's the. I, I, sus- I suspect uh, uh, Joe. Joe may be name dropping you. I'm thinking that's that's my that's well, my he, thought. He do, he does on the show regularly, which I'm always he, blown away by. Like my yeah, buddy Adam yeah. Curry, like oh, yeah. I'm, I'm buddies. All, I'm tingly. I'm all tingly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and um, well, recently on No Agenda, like it's it's always interesting to me. I guess it's a lot of people say they don't believe in coincidences, but when things line up whatever uh, the term would be uh, for that uh, I always find it interesting and you uh, talking about um, God and, and going to church coincided with a, a rekindling uh, with me where I was um, I guess you know I was just not into any of that anymore I was raised Baptist and went to church all the time when I was younger and then got out from it through uh, just a series of life events, uh, thinking that uh, God hated me. So I was like, oh, yeah, motherfucker, I can hate you, too. Um, <laughs> and just uh, hearing you hearing you talk about it. Well, you uh, didn't hear me talk about it on no agenda, I don't think. Then uh, don't, Korean the Keeper? Korean the Keeper. Yeah, certainly. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it's yeah. been. Uh, as I listen to so many podcasts, they all start to blur together when I hear the same voices. Uh, it was definitely Curry and the Keeper, which is a great mm-hmm. show, by the way. Yeah, I love Thank it. Thank you. Thank it's you. A, I, it's a whole other side of Adam Curry, and I love it. <laughs> well, what what I love, I mean, I set out, I, I wanted a long time. Actually, I should give props to Howard Stern. He was all, when he was still married to his wife, Allison, he would always say, mm-hmm. come on, come on, I'm going to put you on there. Just be honest. If you be honest, then it'll be good. And she <laughs> couldn't, you know, she couldn't, she, she had to be all show businessy and stuff. And that would always frustrate him. And this is old Howard Stern. So, you know, this is still uh, K-Rock Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I always thought, you know, if it, it would, it's a great idea. It would be really good if you can get a husband and wife, because a husband and wife podcast are usually uh, icky. It's just yeah. not good. I don't know what it yeah. is. But if you could get a husband and wife to be really honest, to have some yeah. chops and, yes. and, and, you know, and kind of hold to a, uh, you know, format, just keep it tight. But, mm-hmm. but I think it, it's like, I see, um, Lucy and Desi, you know, it's like, yeah. I, I kind of love that dynamic, uh, it, to a degree also Archie and Edith. I mean, these are all husband, you know, Doug and Carrie, you know, uh, Ray <laughs> and, uh, um, Raymond is married to, uh, Deborah, you know, so that dynamic is, of course they're written to sound real, but I think that I've always thought that our relationship is pretty funny. We're funny together. We're, we're fun to, we like hanging out together. We like doing things together. And then turns out 
I put on the microphone. Now, of course, she's a communications expert. Yeah, she's, yeah. She's, she's she's been in communications all her life, and she's been on. You know, she's been interviewed and done. You know, stuff to promote things for nonprofits, and um, and you know, so she understands the whole dynamic, and she has a really, really pleasant voice to listen to on the microphone, which is she not does. always oh, the case does. with with women. Uh, yeah, and, and it's just it's just what it is. But by the way, Carolyn, your voice is also nice. Oh, thank you. You also, you also have a nice voice. Yes, you do. Thank you. And, thank you. But it's 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 a few and far between. That's really really that sounds pleasant, and yeah. she's fucking funny. She has she has she quips, is. and she she. I'm some, I'm sitting here like, oh, holy crap! Look at her just jump in there and, and move everything. So I, when I say I'm just a producer, I really you know, I'm backed up here. I, I, I don't have to have anything. You got it all prepared. I'm just gonna I'm along for the ride, man. I love it, which is also a bit. Um, like what I do with Mo, yeah. You know, now it's it's a different kind of ride, but mm-hmm. you know I'm just sitting there to listen and just be ready to respond as me and know yeah. that um, whatever I'm going to say, he's not going to be offended. We're, we're going to have a great conversation about it. We're going to learn something. Um, yeah. And and that and that is very different from <clears throat> from No Agenda, <clears throat> um, uh, for a whole bunch of reasons, but. Um, uh, Curry and the Keeper was meant to be, I guess. I mean, it just yeah. It, it, there's and the stuff that we're talking about, the stuff that we've um, that we're experiencing together, and you know, yeah. we're all we've only really been together seven and a half, almost eight years. Um, oh, that's so sweet. I uh, I love Tina. I love her. Every time she too. says she needs she needs <laughs> <laughs> every time she says she needs a girlfriend to hang out with, I just want to fly down to Austin and just like, can you pick me up, Tina? We can hang out. We'll we'll have some wine. This is gonna be fun. <laughs> oh, I love oh, exactly. I I love you two together, and it's just I listen to the show, and I think it's just it's so fun. You two are so fun. I it love is. it. And I got uh, good ISOs from it, like uh... oh, Carolyn. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> what? That was me? Instagram friend Carolyn? Yes, uh, talking oh, about Tina. Uh, the Instagram people. friend Carolyn. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm ragging on it now. Oh, excellent. Excellent. That's funny. But yeah. Um, well, but it, but it, but it, 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 you know, we decided to, a whole bunch of things happened at once. Now, we're later in life, we met each other in our 50s, uh, early 50s, which is novel that you find somebody and, you know, and, um, you know, the baggage you come with, it matches her luggage, you know, mm-hmm. you can put that all in the, uh, over here. Okay. We got baggage. We got luggage. You put it over here. Um, uh, but just the, the, the whole, uh, the, everything that we've gone through has been so phenomenal. It's, and then moving out here, cause we really wanted to leave Austin. It, it just was really bumming us out, even though we had bought it even before we got married we bought a house together like literally both put money in bought the house together mm-hmm. um, which is very empowering for both of us in in a way and um but then we just said you know this is shit we want to move and then how it all came together of being able to sell our house in a very fortunate market um uh, two years after we bought it then to find the only contemporary house kind of uh, out in hill country because everything is your typical, you know, brown and big and, and audacious and beams and limestone and <laughs> stuff like that. And we weren't really looking for that. And to find that, you know, within our budget and to come out here. And then, of course, 
you're out here and your community is, you know, whatever community we had was 70 miles, uh, 70 miles away. And so starting to integrate, it took us a good year for sure, before we started to kind of meet people. And it's typical small town, you know, people also like, oh, who are these guys? You yeah. know, uh, what are they yeah. doing? What's the their deal? What's showing up? Yeah. I mean, and you know, through odd coincidence, uh, Laura Logan is practically our neighbor, you know, yeah. so there's, there's, a, there's interesting people that are out here and, you know, a lot of people just want to kind of keep to themselves, but there's, there's a, there's a nice little scene here of, of fun people that we've kind of, um, yeah, we kind of hooked up with. And so now, you know, there's, although she's doing her 75 hard for 30 days program, um, there's no drinking now, but she's got some drinking buddies. So <laughs> I got, I got one or two. I got one or two. So it's nice. It's nice out here. We're very, very happy. And, you know, look, I'm 58. So yeah. you know, I love what I do and I have no intention of stopping, but it's also nice to be out here and be able to breathe and walk around and fuck off and do crazy shit. You know, shoot guns, uh, you know, do whatever you yeah. want to do. No, no one's looking up your butt. The joys of all that. Uh, I liked <laughs> hearing my uh, butt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shooting guns really is what mm -hmm, I was talking mm -hmm, about. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I like fresh air, motherfucker. There's that. Right. <laughs> and uh, I enjoyed hearing uh, you guys drinking the, the wine that uh, Maynard James Keaton, uh, Keaton yes. makes. Uh, I've uh, his company oh, the also. Tool guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's great wine. I, I enjoyed it very much. And this is, this is how we started the podcast. You know, we. We wanted to go because there's 300 wineries out here. And like, why don't we go visit a winery and we'll rate them on the wine and on the charcuterie board. Mm. And, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll, get, we'll get hammered and we'll do a podcast. That was also kind of the idea. And very quickly, the time, talent and treasure of value for value turned into people sending us crazy amounts of wine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which cool. is also valuable, but it's like, okay, now we got we, you know, we to figure out, we got to, she's got stickers and this is from this person. There's no way we can drink them all on the show, but we, we're, we're turning into super wine snobs. Um, and, you know, so uh, we just drink it on the show. We drink a bottle and, uh, and it's, it's nice to have, um, to have that to look forward to. And once every two weeks is, you know, it's a reasonable schedule for us. Uh, oh, yeah. His company also mm -hmm. makes mead. Uh, yeah, I don't mm -hmm. like them. I've, I haven't gotten a good mead yet. It's, uh, for I, as often as I've served at the round table for no agenda, it's not really my drink. I had some that was um, decent enough. It's, I guess that's an acquired taste, but it was when I was 18. I, I went to England one time and had some in a, a local uh, pub like that was right yeah, down the you street. Yeah, you had a good, a good mead. Yeah, you had yeah. a good mead. There are a few vineyards up my way, too. There's one in um, Pittsburgh, Texas. Uh, Pittsburgh without an H at the end, by the way. Well, of Los course. We don't, we don't speak fancy out nah, here. Nah, hell no. <laughs> Pittsburgh! <laughs> the G. Uh, it's called Los Pinos Ranch, and they grow their own wine. And it's not bad, but I'm not much of a wine drinker, so don't take my opinion too seriously on that. But they do also have great pizza because they uh, have a stone oven. And uh, they make everything mm. right there, and it's all locally sourced. There's another one yeah. called Enoch Stomp, uh, and that's in Harleton, which is the middle of nowhere, for sure. Uh, but they also have a nice selection of uh, wines and things like that. Their charcuterie boards, I can't speak on, but... <laughs> well, we got a lot of, um, there's a lot of bull crap going on right now. I personally feel, you know, there's people opening up wineries. They throw some, some vines, uh, some vines out, but they bring in California wine and sell it there, you know? Oh yeah. Um, not, oh. not a big, not, a, not a big fan of that. And yeah, I don't know. 
Enoch's I'm starting to get. has been around a while. I'm not. I don't remember when they started. Oh, but there's, there's so much. I mean, we have an AJ Foyt, Foyt winery with a helmet and half a car and bottles of wine. I mean, you know, come on. That's that's just kind of touristy. And that's what I, what I, I would like to turn back a little bit or adjust is this idea that, you know, Fredericksburg is for going out with your bridesmaids and, uh, and getting hammered because mm-hmm. that's kind of <laughs> what it is. Um, you know, cause uh, half of our, our, our business here is uh, uh, bed and breakfast, uh, short-term rentals, uh, which is an investment opportunity for people who live around here. You know, they will, they'll buy a house for their kids for later and then they rent it out as a and b and it's very profitable. Um, but it's it's just become, and you know, you can drink open container on the street, but, you know, the, the, the things are kept pretty tight. You don't see people drunk and disorderly per se, but it's just, it's just, it's, 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 I don't like the idea of that as a, a destination. So I'd like to add um, uh, a ranch tour and, you know, a couple other things. And oh, on your way home Saturday or Sunday night, you know, here, stop by our storefront, take your box of, uh, of, um, of meat from Stonewall, you know, the beef that was sourced right here. You know, do a little hayride, learn some some stuff, how it's, you know, how it used to be made and how it's still made here in Fredericksburg and eat healthy. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Have you ever been to any of these um, drive-through safaris? I know they have uh, some down <laughs> there, around no, San Antonio. I've, I've, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been by them. I've uh, there was an event at one. Uh, yeah, there's a couple out here. I no, I haven't. There's also caves. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> Texas caves this way. I'm like, oh, one of these days, I'm going to pull over and, and I'm get stuck go underground. Take, take a look. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Caves, I mean, I like exploring things and all that, but uh, if there's the potential of being stuck down there, I'd rather not. I can see <laughs> bats elsewhere or whatever. Yeah, uh, I would sooner uh, learn about uh, what what goes on on the ranch and how, how meat gets to my plate and um, how, how wine gets to my wine glass. Right. We have a couple of cool distilleries here that are distilling spirits, you know, and, uh, and have, you know, like secret uh, speakeasy back room with a code to get in. And, you know, there's a couple of cool things going on here. This, it's still, there's still some outlaws, which is nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it was legal to drink and drive here and, until the mid-70s. So there are still people with that uh, mindset. That added, that mindset and attitude, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the town I grew up in, Longview, uh, has a place called Daiquiri Express. Well, they uh, sell you wine-based, quote, daiquiris to go. Dr- drive-thru. Yeah. Drive-thru. Uh-huh. Yep. And the lid yep. has, um, you know, a the... Stra- a straw opening. Yeah, but it's covered <laughs> with scotch tape, so you can't get in while you're driving. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's yeah, in a yeah, nondescript right. white styrofoam cup. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's still here. That's still around these parts. I've seen them. They're not very Can, strong. You could really drink one and drive, and nobody would be the wiser. But in Texas, uh, I know it's I know it's banned here. Um, can you get raw milk? Uh, yes, um, Texas actually has, you know, the, the same goes for the beef. Mm-hmm. And if you want to learn about it, beefinitiative.com, it's all over the U.S. now. It's, you know, this is a, a collective of 
of people who are just trying to help ranchers connect with uh, civilians who need good animal protein and vice versa and to have people understand where their food comes from, which is, it, believe it or not, that's kind of gone been lost in the past 30, 40 years. And ranchers oh. didn't even know that that was possible. Same goes for raw milk. If you know where to go, you can buy it legally directly from the person who's making it. Um, you can't go and sell that in a retail store. But you can absolutely go and buy it and cheese and all kinds of other things um, with or without a USDA stamp of approval. Now, again, you want to know where you're sourcing stuff. But we, yeah, we've gotten milk directly from um, raw milk, directly from the from the dairy farmer. And um, oh, he's near San Antonio. But it's mm-hmm. not one up here, but we yeah. can definitely get it. And uh, the meat mafia guys came by not too long ago. And, you know, this is what people do. Uh-huh. We're we're on a the 290s, so we're on a on the road through through town basically. If you're going to Austin or coming back or going anywhere through the hill country, and people stop off and say, "Oh, I picked up some uh, raw milk for you, you know, in San Antonio. So here, I got that for you." And, then, <laughs> and someone else, you know, come through from Lubbock, and oh yeah, we got some eggs for you guys. And you know, people, it, literally, I love it. People will stay over, stay over for a night, you know, yeah. <laughs> hang out like Texas Slim will come by. You know, it's like, the traveler's here, the traveler's here. And he has stories from far. <laughs> you know, and we'll sit out by the fire and we'll, t- and we'll listen to the traveler, what he has to say. He's got great stories. And that's, it really is a bit like that. And that's very enjoyable. And with that comes great food. You know, there's a vape shop, Vapealicious. Kathy yep. and, uh, and Jerry run it. And they are uh, just two lovely people. They've been in town for a long time and they know all the gossip. It really is a gossip station. So they got yes. this table and they're vaping there. And they, and they started this to help people stop smoking because you know, smoking's going to kill you, but the vape will keep you alive and happy with the vape. And you go in there, man, and then it's like, hey, Adam, how you doing? Oh, I got some smoked uh, venison. My son uh, got the, he'd be, he, he did this himself. He got the, the deer himself and did the smoking himself. So you take ah. that and then I'll bring, uh, bring them a New York strip from KNC. You know, it's, it's kind of that kind of vibe where everyone's trading stuff off. Oh, that's, that's cool. That, that's from... Many, many generations before us uh, doing that fur trade, meat trade. Yeah. Just that, that is so cool. I, I'm, yeah. I'm glad that is alive and well in Texas. We do the That's same cool. in, in our shop. I mean, I repair musical instruments, so it's not, it doesn't happen often. But every now and then somebody will, will come in. They don't have a lot of money, but they, they, they might have a farm. Uh, or yeah. or anything else they're willing to offer. There was uh, the same lady that sells us eggs. She asked if we had any uh, deer antlers because my boss likes to hunt, and uh, uh-huh. she wanted them to make a dream catcher out of. And we just happened to oh, have cool. a, a set of deer antlers that a guy brought in and just given them to me. I don't know why, but I kept <laughs> them, and uh, I I gave her those, and she brought me uh, two rabbits that she uh, she dressed down and quartered up for me and everything fantastic nice. and she was happy to get rid of them because they were eating her strawberries oh. <laughs> hey fletcher is, is this background is that artificial or are you actually somewhere where these sounds take place um they're being played back but it is a recording from the Dangerfield state park that i made okay. however long it's ago. beautiful i like that i like that a lot oh it's that's a nice. uh, dvorak suggestion he really suggested that good one. Uh, he yeah. just suggested a noise of a of a sorts because um, he might have referenced Nick the Rat, who has the dripping sound for the sewer. Yeah, the sewer. Yeah, the sewer. <laughs> sure. And um, a house I used to live in, it was very much secluded. So I used to just stick a microphone up to an open window 
and that's and have so these fascinating. sounds. And then <laughs> you know, I've been this place. I can't do it. It'll the mic will pick up people's air conditioning units outside yeah, and the yeah. boat traffic on the lake. So, uh, well, I've been uh, I've been you know I've known Texas Slim for quite a quite a while. And his podcast, I Am Texas Slim, I've been helping him, you know, get him set up and give him some thoughts. And what I love the most is when he's just talking to some rancher out on the ranch and it's just nothing but ranch sounds on the porch, mm-hmm. you know, it's at night. <laughs> and and it just, cool. you get the whole vibe. It's like, oh yeah, this is exact. And you can, you can envision it and you yeah. cannot, you almost can't, can't create that sound uh, it's so natural. And then you you hear a car go by in the far distance, you know, something like that. And they're just chatting away like two old guys on the porch. You know, you can just, even if it may be, you know, whatever it is, you, you build this image. It's the theater of the mind. You build that image in your, in your mind's eye. And it's just lovely to listen to. So this is nice. I like it. Oh, well, thank you. Um, I have, I have a mic set up outside right now, but it's not piped in. Uh, we had some thunderstorms earlier. And in the case that it was still storming when the show was on, I was just going to have the mic on, picking up all the thunder and stuff. It's under under uh, my porch, so it won't get wet. Um, Got it. But yeah, every now and then I'll, I'll get some, some interesting nature sounds. I love it. I, I, nature makes me grounded, uh, pun intended, I guess. It's, um, it's soothing. It, it makes me forget all the bullshit that's going on. That, you know, kind of what I was taught in church is to, you know, live in the world but not be of the world. Uh, and to 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 see, like, to witness that um, there's all this spectacular stuff going on that couldn't just happen by chance. I mean... <laughs> uh, okay, good. We're back to... I, I was wondering when you're going to bring it back there. Okay, well, good. I mean, all right, I'm ready for just you. Just take, in, take into account our, our eyes. Uh, our eyes are made to pick up the color green and the color green is one of the most abundant colors on the planet. Uh, and so that's, uh, that's no coincidence. And it even says, you know, that, uh, all of this stuff is, is made for us to observe. It's, it's beauty. Um, the same with the, the stars in the sky and, and just, that's why I like living out away from things. It, it helps me see it unobstructed um, by all this other crap we create. Of course, there's still plenty of it around. Don't get me wrong. I'm not off the grid or anything. But, um, yeah, it's not not a coincidence, but it's just interesting hearing you talk about it on, on Curry and the Keeper and uh, your interview on Grimerica, which was very cool. Um, oh, thanks. And then uh, my dad, who is a redneck sort of feller, um, never really talks much about religious type things, but just one day we were sitting around the kitchen table talking and drinking and he, he was talking about politics, which is a natural thing for he and I to do. Um, and he was just saying how all of the stuff that's going on, all the nefarious things, it's, it's just, it's evil. There's no way around it. Mm-hmm. It is there. There are definitely evil people in the world and by contrast, there must be good and so exactly what's the source of of either of those and um and dad was saying well you know yeah it is all evil but this this world we live in it's just a test it's just a test for where we go next and that hit me real hard because my dad never says stuff like that 
And but it was with that that older man wisdom. He's in his seventies, and uh, just the wisdom from his years, like of experience, like he's put it all together. Like, yep, he's right. It is a test. It's what what are we going to do uh, uh, with everything that we are presented? Kind of uh, determines where we go next. And you know, it could be heaven or hell, uh, but. We don't know because nobody's ever come back and told us what's on the other side. And so um, it's just the the whole thing about whether we live in a simulation or not, uh, to me, kind of ties into that where it is and it isn't a simulation. If it is a test, then it's um, it could be a simulation, but it was just created for us to live in. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you because it... it Kind of what your dad said there. Um, and we have it, interestingly enough, it's documented on episode seven of Curry and the Keeper, currythekeeper.com, where, and this was back in March of this year. And um, Naomi Wolf, uh, I had received, someone had sent me a, a Substack. I want to think, it might have been Dave Jones. Someone sent me a Substack uh, from Naomi Wolf, you know, and we know Naomi. We've played clips of hers throughout the years. She's a super elitist lefty. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, hold on a second, let me get that. Let me get the fly. Hold on a second. Um, <laughs> Is that the judge? <laughs> I gave my judge to Rogan actually as a oh. welcome to Texas gift. It was given to me as a gift when I came to Austin. So I'm like, I'll just pass it on, man. Here oh you go. yeah, yeah, pass yeah, on the so torch. I love it. Yeah, just in the, he he, he kind of dug that idea. Uh, but and besides, it's like it's like a thing. It's not really handy. It's like you, you're gonna go show off with that. Hey, look what I got! No, that thing is too handy. You, <laughs> you got, got a watermelon. Two hands with that. <laughs> no, no, so I've got some other. Yeah, too handy. Exactly. Um, and uh, and uh, Naomi Wolf was talking in the Substack about how you know she was at one of her dinner parties, and she's Jew, uh, now mm-hmm. a Messianic Jew, I guess you'd call her, um, and. Um, she went to one of these elite kind of uh, Upper East Side uh, parties with bankers, and and she was just so blown away all of a sudden by how they were talking about, you know, about the little people, you know, like ah fuck them, you know, we'll screw them tomorrow. But they weren't really bad people. She knew these people, but the way they were talking, some such an abstract, and had to do with some regulation or the taxation rules or whatever, something that they weren't making billions off of, and they were going to screw the people with it. And it just dawned on her, like, holy crap, there's some evil going on. I know these people. They don't even realize how evil they are when they speak like this. Mm-hmm. And her conclusion was the same, that, well, if you can classify evil, then surely there's good on the other side. And she went down um, a very complicated journey, uh, certainly uh, being Jewish, and turned to Christ and said, you know, I think it's time for us to pray. And she's found her little community out in, I guess, the Connecticut or whatever, the woods, wherever she's got a, a house out there. And and she turned to God. And I thought that was so, so compelling, particularly coming from her. That's a major change. Um, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so I decided, well, I'm kind of bored anyway of all these... Uh, conspiracy theories I've, i you know i have my theories on most of them and you know why don't i take on this really big one that has just been in front of my face my entire life you know mm-hmm. was jesus real is god real does jesus exist mm-hmm. and 
the good news is very much like I like to read legislation and historical documents, whatever, and get my hands on. There's a lot that's been written about Jesus and God. And there's thousands of books I've read. I mean, I, I for three weeks, I was hundreds and hundreds of pages of all kinds of different books. Um, evidence that demands a verdict is a really good one that, that you know, it's more like an outline, which already works well with my brain. And if you see how many times this story has been told and published in how many languages and the numerology of, of the Bible, it's mind blowing. Oh, I mean, I have, I haven't even scratched the surface. I've really only dealt with new Testament. Mm. Tina's now doing um, old Testament. There's so much to learn, so much to learn. And, and along with that, I looked up and I went, hold on a second. Look at the people I'm working with. Dave Jones, Christian. Neil Jones, Clip Custodian, Christian. Um, Mark Van Mo Dyke. Fax, Mo Fax, Christian. Oh, yeah. uh, Mark Van Dyke, mm-hmm. uh, Christian. Uh, Texas Slim, Christian. And so I just started asking questions, and they were very happy to answer them. And, you know, as sure as I know that Building 7 didn't fall down out of sympathy for 1 and 2, mm-hmm. uh, Jesus is real, and he's still here today. And... Opening up a dialogue with with God has been mind blowing for me. Really has been. It's um, I've, and I've, I mean, I've been to all. I've done all the stuff. You know, therapy, DMT, <laughs> you name it. Lifelong weed smoker. I mean, there's all kinds, all kinds of stuff that I've done. I, I've definitely explored. Um, I guess, you know, you look at the oh, are we living in a, in a simulation? Well, none of your facts or proof stack up to what we have for God. I mean, it's unbelievable what's out there. And then when you really start to read and you see, wait a minute, the Testament, you see the gospel and you see Testament of all these people with the same story. And, you know, and they, and it's, it is basically the same story from all being told over and over again by different people. And then when you start to apply it and it's interesting, I was just talking to um, Tina and I were having dinner and Mm -hmm. I said, you know, there's a song that's been in my head, and now that I think about it, in fact, I'm going to play it for you. Okay. Um, let me just let me open up the evil Spotify's. Oh, at yes. least they can get at least they can get me the music that I need, right? That's yeah, the good yeah. part. Um, and when this um, when this record first came out, uh, I played the whole double album over and over and over again. Let me just see. Here we go. Home. Uh, um. I don't want to give you the title yet. So I'm gonna, let me see. Yeah, I like surprises. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> here we go. So, this is songs in the key in life, in the key of life, which is Stevie Wonder. I think his best work ever. And this has been in my head since the moment I heard the song as a kid, all the way up until tonight. Just wait for the hook. Life is not the way, but every problem has an answer. And if yours you cannot find, you should talk it over to him. He'll give you peace of mind. Here we go. When you feel your life's too hard, just go have a talk with God. Now, and I remember when I first heard this, like, wow, I wonder how you do that. How do you talk with God? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is that like? And, is there a um, mountain? And it turns out, you know, it's pretty conversational. <laughs> 
And, and anyway, so in our journey, um, now I work on Sundays. Uh, Tina uh, found a church here in Fredericksburg, Bridge Church, which is um, pastored by uh, Pastor Jimmy Pruitt. And really with his wife, I mean, the wives of the pastors are a very, uh, very important roles. And this is a, uh, you know, uh, East Texas uh, motorcycle riding, you know, whiskey drinking. Uh, you know, I don't think I've ever heard a service that he's done uh, where he hasn't mentioned a type of car that he had or something. You know, he's got some tats. He's uh, he plays a guitar in the uh, in the worship team, which, by the way, is Christian for band. Apparently, I learned that. Oh this, yes, uh, this yes. News. <laughs> I've been a the few worship of those team. worship I mean, groups you know, myself. It's a band. It's a band. I don't care what you're saying. <laughs> it was funny because I started talking. He's my age, a couple of years, like sixty. And I'm talking to him saying, man, I love your show. He's like, what? <laughs> He's cracking up. You know, I watch it on YouTube. You got a format and everything. This is a show. I don't care what you're talking. This is a show. He said, yeah. it's really interesting. You look at it that way. Yeah, it is. It's a great show. And it's very entertaining. And they have, I mean, it's, it really is. You can see it on YouTube. They got a big stage. Um, he's very, very contemporary. You know, it's like Southern Baptist type style. You know, and, and everybody said, amen. And, uh, and I was also like, hey, when I went there, uh, for Tina's baptism and also for uh, for uh, for the Christmas uh, mass mass I mean again a show um, and I'm like holy crap Pastor Jimmy I hear so many people saying amen and I hear people laughing at your jokes where's your where's your audience mics yeah we don't have those you need audience mics I can't hear this you this people at home are missing half the fun. So yeah, we're making right. that better, you yeah. know. We're we're improving the show, um, but also he's he's you know he's been to, he has studied all of the uh, he's studied a lot about God and religion and Scripture and and Hebrew and Greek and so he you know he has a lot of knowledge. So it's very fun to 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 me. It's like this is a really interesting. I like learning, no matter what it is. I like learning code. Oh, yeah. I like learning all kinds of stuff, and this is just another thing to learn. And at the same time. It's a really fascinating toolkit that you can use for your own life, um, and it really does work, in my opinion. I've had nothing but good experiences. Well, when you with everything that, when, I've, that I've discussed, when a has person, the pastor uh, oh, busted out the uh, electric guitar? I remember you <laughs> suggesting that on Curry and the Keeper, and I thought that it's so perfect for for a sermon. <laughs> And he's well, just like doing like an electric guitar solo. Well, well, he he well he plays electric guitar in the band. I mean, it, it's a full on you know drums, keyboards, uh, three guitars, bass, uh, yeah. you know, uh, th- uh, three female voices. I mean, it's really good. Uh, but I've noticed that most of these so- these songs that they're played um, in church have mm-hmm. no solo. I'm oh, like, yep. yeah, dude, rip yeah. it, rip out a just. A, 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 just a little solo. I mean, who cares? Just get a little bit. I'm just missing that. Some of the songs are okay. Just yeah, I'm missing yeah. a little, you know, a little drum fill. Come on, man. It'll be a, God will God will approve. I'm sure. Hey, I tried oh, yeah. telling the same thing uh, when I was a teenager. That's that's really how I learned to read uh, um, uh, lead sheets for for guitar and bass. Was being in a youth group uh, uh, on Sundays and Wednesdays. And that's one thing they nipped in the bud with me right off the bat was no solos. Like, uh, and I played bass most of the time and, uh, I listened and I still do listen to, uh, music with a lot of great bass players like the red hot chili peppers or, 
or weather report with Jaco Pastorius, who it's his fault bass players want to play solos anyway. And um, so I would try. And uh, nope, uh, you want to tone that down, maybe stick to the root note there? Oh, well, I guess. Yeah, I know. It's a, um, and I can, I can see where that's coming from. You know, it's, um, there's a lot of people in a congregation, you know? <laughs> that's, that's true. And you don't want to take away from anything. from different places. No, no, no. That, but if but we were all created in his image, I think God plays bass solos. Well, Jesus was a, was a badass outlaw, that's for sure. Well, So it you know, wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, when you start getting into those stories about uh, him coming in with a whip and kicking over tables and hitting people <laughs> because they're selling sacrificial doves in the temple, then... Yeah, you know, he was no slouch, and yeah, he might have turned the other cheek until he needed to not, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and those stories, I've been in churches where they wanted to skip over those type of stories, but they they add to the relatability. He's a normal dude. He was a normal dude that just traveled around and tried to to help people see uh, that you don't, you don't need to go to the temple and and do all this stuff like God's within you, within all of us and well, everywhere. Th- you just have to speak. I think the uh, the good thing is is that the word of God uh, was given to us in uh, we, we it wasn't like here's how you do it. This is everything. Here's the rules. Uh, start here and here. It, it, it's open for interpretation, and I think that's kind yeah. of the beauty of it. So that we you know we so that we are engaged as as we're using our minds and our spirits and our thoughts and our hearts as to how do I interpret this? What does this mean? What does it mean to me? And I think that's kind of the good, the beauty of it so that you can yeah. have, everyone can have their own interpretation. But the uh, way I and, see it, uh, God, God's not a micromanager. And that's why Isaac Newton, <laughs> that's why he, that's why Isaac Newton was trying to figure out gravity and, and all of how the universe works is because God set the machine in motion and then, let it run. And now we're trying to figure out how it runs. But, uh, and that's because of our curious nature, which he instilled on us. But yeah, he's not down here just like making everything happen and ma- and making sure we don't get our little scraped knees or anything. No, he, uh, no, 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 no. I, I don't No, I don't <clears throat> see him that way as any at all. But when you want something, you ask for it, you'll get it. You may not yes, get it exactly absolutely. how you expect it, uh, that's, but you will get it. Yeah. That's a story yeah. for me, which, which, is one of those that this was years ago but it kind of started me back on appreciating what i have and i was in a relationship i was unhappy i was married and i knew i should have never gotten married and um it was just a an ugly situation and i was very unhappy and uh one day i don't know what triggered it <clears throat> it might have been something some music I was listening to or something, but I just broke down crying in the shower and was, I started praying and I hadn't prayed in, I couldn't tell you how many years before that. Uh, and I just asked God, like, help me get out of this situation. It's not good for me. Uh, and if I keep going down this path, I might do, do something very regrettable. Like, you know, uh, who knows? So please just help me get out of this. Uh, you know, I know you're there and I know you want good for me. So just help me. And he did, but be careful what you ask for because he he helped me get out of it. But it that also hurt me a lot. Uh, I found out she had been cheating on me for a long time, and that that really hurt and that fucked my head up quite a bit. But 
it got me out of the situation just like I asked. And it and it made it irrefutable that go. I needed to get out of it. And um, I was like, well, you know, I asked you, you gave it. And so I can't really be mad at the answer you gave me. So, Well, it's, uh, I'll tell a story. Uh, I will conceal the names because uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's very private. Uh, when I just started going down this path, a very good friend of mine mm-hmm. called me and said, oh, my God. My son, one of my sons, has uh, leukemia. It's just, you know, like, boom, out of nowhere, he's got leukemia. Uh, he's going to have to have bone marrow transplant. And, and I'm like, what? And I just, this is really shocking, you know, because yeah. we have a, a you know, we, we spoke very regularly a couple times a week. And then all of a sudden, just out of the blue, and he's, he's breaking, he's falling apart. And uh, he's Christian. And I said, oh, man, I'm going to pray for your son. This is new for me, but I'm just going to do it. And it was almost as if God went, oh, Curry, I'm glad you're here. Hold my beer for a second. I'm going to show you how this works. And, of course, I realized that this is not always the case. And, and, and how God does this is, again, it can be in all different ways. And you know, I've also looked at what happens when you don't get the result. You think you should. I mean, there's all kinds of things that can happen. But in this particular case, for the skeptic, God went, oh, no, 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 let me show you how this is done. And uh, the, this, his son is now cancer-free. This is within a year. <gasps> within oh. a year. Within a wow. year. Wow. And I was like, uh. now, again, sometimes uh, you're meant to go be with God. People do die. We all die yep. eventually. And there's, mm-hmm. you know, there's, and, you know, sometimes it's uh, maybe God works through the doctors. I don't know exactly. I, I, um, did you see that the... Uh, the the pools where Jesus made the blind, blind man see have just been uncovered in uh, in Israel. Oh, they've just been found. Oh no, the no. Siolam, is it the the Siolam pools? I think it is. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I follow that kind of stuff on the Sia. on a regular basis. Oh, I see. It's uh, the first thing that comes up uh, when you type in pool. Yeah, here we go. This is the uh, yeah the, the Siloam, the pool of Siloam, Siloam, I guess. Uh, Siloam, maybe? Siloam, Siloam. All right, there you go. I'm falling down already, but there you go. It's, uh, this is where uh, uh, Jesus healed the blind man. And so, that, oh, well, by the way, we just found it. Here you go. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, for me, that was, that was, and that's, you know, it's still an ongoing, ongoing story with this friend of mine and his son. Um but that, that was just mind blowing to be close to uh, a man, you know, because we're both dudes and we're praying for his son and and going kind of through this. And I was a bit of a backstop for him, um, uh, you know, and that was really a very, very powerful experience for me. Well, it does say when when two or two or more are gathered in his name, he'll be there and you don't need a church. You don't need nice clothes. Um, and it's. I don't talk about it a lot on the show uh, because it's, it really doesn't pertain to what we might be talking about. But um, I, I've just started to to notice uh, the good that is out there, and it should be obvious. And because the evil is definitely obvious, it, oh, it's yeah. right in yeah. your face. And yeah. the evil is um, coercive. And a lot of the times, I was again talking with my dad about this that. It's the money. The money is what makes people that are good do things that are evil. 
because yes, they want to support it's the their old family. Story of, you know, if just serving two masters, which you can't do. No, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's just uh, it it always seems nuts, but I I reckon my grandparents probably thought what was going on in in the in the 30s was pretty nuts you know i think every generation <laughs> no doubt, that. No doubt. Uh-huh. and uh it seems like every generation also thinks that the end is just around the corner but uh, yeah i'm not really so don't... sure about that i don't think we're the, i don't sure, think the so end sure times it... are here or anything like yeah. that i'm not convinced uh, it didn't happen yeah. a thousand years ago and we're living in that era uh before jesus really comes back that's everything's controlled by satan uh, and uh you know sure the rapture feels like it sometimes the rapture already happened <laughs> yeah. and so we're we're just stuck here we can't escape it because we can't you go somewhere and try and uh, avoid the irs you can't so uh we're we're stuck here and there's nothing we can do about it other than just continue to be good people i mean you could look at the the plague as like a third of the population just suddenly left do do you find with your journey, Adam, uh, that that you're uh, in the now, like you're living in the now, like you're appreciating the now, the current? Um, yeah, uh, that that's a number of things that have come together for me in that way. Um, you know, we we got a dog, so I, I walk the dog in the morning, and I have a nice, you know, like twenty minute walk with her. It's good for me. It's, I'm I'm walking, and, you know, she's along for the ride, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and I walk down this back road behind our house, and every morning I just go, "Oh my gosh, my, my God! Literally, God, thank you for this. Why would you spend one second in a metaverse? This is the real deal. I feel sunlight. I hear different birds. I see a cardinal. I smell a skunk. I see a, a buck, uh, you know, running away. I, th- all these different things. You couldn't program that no. in the metaverse." Yeah. It's too much work. Too much. And I just appreciate that so much. I'm also old. So, you know, like, ah, I should have paid attention to this earlier. And it's just, it, yeah. So, yeah, I'm much more in the now. Tina and I are both in, very much in, in the now. Now, of course, there's still all kinds yeah. of stuff that pops up and all, you know, shit happens. And, but um, it's nice to, and it's nice to have a partner, uh, partner on this. That, that's, that's really cool that we're together yeah. in this. And you know, so, um, where, uh, like I said, I, I grew up in church and uh, a lot of people I was around were very much against um, smoking marijuana or anything else for that matter. But they were quick to, as soon as church let out, to go smoke a cigarette and have a beer for lunch and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And I'm like, drugs are drugs, man. Like caffeine, nicotine, they're all drugs. And uh, the way I see it, the way I see it, Barry, um, the... Uh, they were put here. They're plants. Uh, uh, cannabis doesn't take a whole lot of preparation in order to get the the effects from it. Mushrooms take very little preparation. I mean, I've I've eaten mushrooms fresh off the cow patty, and mm-hmm. uh, no problems, all positives. Right. And that's mm-hmm. that's the great thing about mushrooms is it's all mostly positive as long as you don't overdo it. You can have a bad time if you do, but you can also have a bad time if you smoke too many cigarettes in a row. So, um, yeah, I mean, for me, I look, I haven't changed that much. Uh, there's no reason uh, you should really. No, uh, 
There really isn't. I'm still the same guy. Uh, I still uh, have the same flaws, uh, etc. But I also think the same. Um, Nothing's really changed that much other than my outlook. And uh, I'm much more positive. And uh, and, mm, I am, you know, in in an odd way, I think I also... (laughs) Bitcoin also had something to do with with my journey. Um, yes. When and I think that is the state of mind when you really take the time to understand Bitcoin and the incredible psyop that has been put over us for generations of money. Yeah. And the history of money and what different things. You know, we still use terms like. Uh, how many clams is that? You know, that dates back to the early settlers in uh, in what was then New Amsterdam when clamshells were literally used as money, you know, and, um, and, 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 and also known as wampum. So the, all these things, but it's all still, it's, you know, it's fiat. It's all things that, that could be, more could be made of, and someone got a hold of that, and someone was in charge of that, and they had more shells, or they had more paper, or they had whatever it was. Um... And when you start to really delve into, and and that's math, I love math because I find math is often just truth. You know, you can't dispute uh, the outcome of math. And when you understand the the protocol that is Bitcoin and how that is pure sound money, I mean, at, at a certain point, I connected that to God. I'm like, man, did he put that here? And if I look back on my life, all, no coincidences, Fletcher. I mean, the, what podcasting has become is really important for speech of all kinds, Mm -hmm. but so that we can have this conversation so that someone else can have a conversation that is not about this, but that we can have any kind of conversation And and it's really unstoppable. That's clear. That they they have tried everything. They you know all they're doing shows now is writing academic articles about how how silly and shit podcasting is, and um, they can't stop it. And all these communities, uh, like Hog Story has community, No Agenda has community, even Rogan has his community. You know everyone has a community, and it's unstoppable. And I feel that that was my whole career of broadcasting and technology. Um, that has been I that has been my mission. That has been my mission. And maybe this is the next the next phase of it. I'm not quite sure exactly how. But I'll tell you Adam, I feel like it is. I, I feel like it is. because uh, well, because I I have to say, um my whole life changed uh in uh in two thousand seven when I was uh over at my friend's house and we were smoking in his in his base in his bedroom i was 22 or like in a we're listening to daily source code and that's exactly when my life changed adam really (laughs) yeah yeah everything just led up to that (laughs) (sighs) yes uh yes uh, well, I love hearing that, Carolyn. And you know, I'm I'm now helping uh, Pastor Jimmy with a podcast. He's going full. And, you know, he sent me something interesting because I set him I'm setting him up value for value. So two things happen. One is like, dude, I got to get Jeff Smith to write you a, a an opening. And so I ping Jeff, and Jeff's like, hey man, how you know Jeff? And Jeff knows me. Like I'll say, Jeff, we need something good. If he hasn't already done something, hear something on the show, he'll make a jingle. Um, said here's what i'm thinking kind of acdc pastor jimmy and 
And then I found out Jeff's been in all kinds. Jeff's a believer. He's a Christian. I didn't know yeah. this. I said, well, you're in this club. <laughs> and so, and he's like, oh, yeah, no, I've been in the in the worship team. I said, in the band, yeah. And he and, and Pastor Jimmy have actually played in similar places in Nashville. So and it's also very, very close. So um, there was that aspect. And then I was going to say something else, which I, I'm, I don't know. I'm looking at my phone because there was something I'm just going to get on my phone, and now I can't remember. But um, it was... Um, were you talking oh, about, um, well, just the the aspect of speech and being able to have the conversations we want, yeah, without restraint, and then yeah, and then being able to uh, be funded, you know, have people appreciate us with, ah, yes. with monetary yeah. value. Um, That's what I was going to get. That reminded me get. of uh, Elizabeth Warren. She had <laughs> she had spoke. She was at the uh, Boston Public Library. However many months ago, and uh, they were taking phone calls and and uh, talking about crypto. That's where that little sound yes. bit came yes. from. And I wanted to play you this. It's uh, this is a phone call where she's talking about it and uh, the regulation <laughs> that needs to take place because of it. Steve from Arizona, you are first with Senator Elizabeth Warren. Welcome, Steve. Hey, guys. Jim, I wouldn't lie to you. I think you're one of the best in the business. But uh, I wanted to ask the senator about cryptocurrency. I'm a big Bitcoin guy, and my buddy Tom Treshock and I are funding a young man's endeavor. And it's in the film industry. I can't say too much about the performance, but let's just say it's given him enough of a benefit here in budget month to even have some popcorn to have when he gets home. And frankly, I think it's disgusting the way Elizabeth Warren is ignoring the benefits of Bitcoin. What are they, Steve? What's she ignoring? I mean, with the freedom of Bitcoin, we could go to the movies every single day. Imagine a world like that where we get back to the finer things in life, enjoying a Mets game, baseball. Okay, Steve, uh, thank you. I don't, I don't, I don't, is that <laughs> a serious? I don't even know. Is that a, you want to respond to that or no? Thanks, uh, Steve. So look, it's not that there aren't benefits. For crypto, there, there are reasons there are people out there who are trading in crypto and exchanging crypto. Great. Crypto! What I care about <laughs> is that mixed in with them are the drug dealers and the human traffickers mm -hmm. and the tax cheats uh, and, other, and the folks on ransomware. You know, the folks on ransom, ransomware, when they do the ransomware, they don't say, write me a check. Oh, yeah. uh, they don't say even, me leave me a big box of cash. Because that's a lot. You get caught for the, when that that's happens. That's for the real drug dealers. Crypto <laughs> yeah, that's for the is the, the medium for of choice. Not just for people who want to speculate or people who have want to do some kind of transactions that are perfectly legit. It is also the medium of choice for crooks. For thieves oh, and for oh, no. the crooks <laughs> that are engaging in warfare and who need to be shut down. And the problem is, right now, it is a largely unregulated area. So Good. what I'm asking for right now is just to say, let's treat these big old <laughs> crypto platforms kind of like we treat banks and say that you've got to know who your customer is and you can't be helping them evade sanctions. They're saying that all hell is going to break loose and you're going to need a Bitcoin. In a world well, where people go to the movies every day. <laughs> yeah, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Crypto. Elizabeth. Crypto. Oh, hey, speaking <laughs> of, there she is. So, so I was, uh, I'm on the text with uh, Pastor Jimmy, 
And uh, yeah. I say, hey, man, you know, so J- Jeff's got this thing. I'm going to introduce you to him. And, uh, well, well, well how, how do I thank him? What do we do? What do we pay him? I said, no, no, no. This is value for value. We put him for, in the split, uh, in, uh, in the split for, uh, for value for value. And, of course, I've explained it to him. He said, oh, man. He said, Here's what he says. I love the value for value piece. I know you're intelligent, but this is beyond you. It's God's idea, not just a good idea. <laughs> like, I and love I took it. That and went, and I took that and went, well, yeah, thanks. That's nice. That's very, that's really cool. I love that. I love that, that, that thinking. And that makes so much sense to me. Yeah. Now, oh, it's, yeah. Not, it's, it's not the easiest marketing pitch in today's world, but, you know, <laughs> it, de- it, there's definitely something to it. Hey, if it was worth doing, it wouldn't be easy or else everybody would be doing it. Yeah. Well, this is also freedom always requires an extra step you know it's not not going to be for everybody people like things to be nice and easy mm. like to be handed to them oh yeah that's, that personal that's responsibility thing is real scary it's very for very scary very scary for people exactly um well like elizabeth warren why don't we listen to some people on the phone i, I know we got some voicemails and we do uh, last time yeah. you were on we didn't play any and uh oh okay good so let's do that as carolyn says um i'll hit, hit you with a voicemail yeah direct call it collect but call it today that's right you can call us we even have a jingle for you uh to know what the number is oh sorry hey, Hog. <laughs> oh nice and, uh, i was getting into the it illustrious father. Um, question for Adam. Uh, I remember the good old days, but uh, what do you think uh, the future holds for MTV? <laughs> and the smoker. Adios, mofos. Dr. Sir, my uh, Man, MTV seems that all they do is just... Uh, now they have the reunions of the teen moms. I mean, yes. oh my goodness, oh, <laughs> we don't get MTV up here, so that's uh, wow. Okay, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, geez, I guess MTV... that show's been on for at least 10, 10 years. Oh, longer, longer. Oh, MTV, okay. they 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 really pioneered a lot of the reality type programming, and that was business from a business perspective was a great idea. Um, I, I would say. The most fun thing about MTV is those who were around the, back in that day. We share a common experience that is not explainable to anyone, uh, any, any a newer generation. It's just not. <clears throat> that was it. Was a very special time, and I'm very happy we we share that amongst you know arguably two generations. You know X and uh, uh, and millennial kind of. Mm. And that's it. There's, 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 so the only future for MTV is the good, good times we talk about. So the future is in the past. Yeah, for MTV, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the future is way in the past. Yes. Uh, let's, uh, let's do another one. It's very you. similar to Much Music in Canada. Oh, and, uh, Much Music. I looked that up. It launched in uh, August 31st, uh, 1984. Yeah, a couple um, years our- after MTV. That's right. Oh, okay. Yeah, then they actually played music videos and had uh, live concerts. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Live concerts. That's scary. You might exchange ideas yeah. with someone. 
Oh yeah, and there used to, so so there was the studio where much music was um, at, at uh, Queen and um, uh, Queen Street West, and in, in downtown Toronto, and they had an actual they had a uh, what is called Speaker's Corner. And sure. speakers, speakers corner was this little booth. So I think you you put in a put in fifty cents or whatever it was, and uh, you you spoke your spoke whatever you want. You said what you wanted to say, and it was and it was being recorded. And they had an entire show yes, called Speakers Corner. I remember corner. that. I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, it was so cool, and just like every, and that's how that's how Bare Naked Ladies got started because the boys from Bare Naked Christ. Ladies uh, were on Speakers Corner, and they would they would play they would jam on songs and that that's where they got their their start i remember so. that i yeah. remember that yeah much, much music was a, it had its own special vibe its own special vibe i remember that oh yeah it did <laughs> and now there they- was much music where uh they did an interview with uh james and lars from metallica and the whole time they brought out a tv just for lars to watch uh the the world cup on and he didn't ah. say a word to anybody <laughs> <laughs> just sat there and watched the game. Sounds 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 like Lars. Yeah, yeah. No, sounds like him. Uh, let's uh, let's get back to these voicemails. Let me hit you. Oh yeah. yeah. I'll be back in time. That's for MTV. Hogaroo! Oh, Spencer! Oh. Much love and congratulations. It's uh, it's kind of crazy. Last time Adam was on, you know, I convinced you to get value enabled and get the sat streaming and. Uh, now this time you guys are like, uh, one of the pioneers in the space. It's just so cool to see the growth. And, uh, I just want to express like personally, my gratitude to all three of you guys, you probably like the top three people, uh, in terms of like inspiration and, and getting our show to where it's at. Like bull after bull would not even exist without John and Carolyn having us on the hog story when they did and um just just what you've taught us in, in terms of formatting and in terms of just presenting yourselves you know authentically and 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 candidly with good humor um it's a real inspiration we continue to look up to everything that you guys do um and of course adam all you've given us with podcasting and then with its sort of leveling up lately in the last three years uh, I just want to say thank you, gratitude and love. Peace. Aww. Sir Spencer. Sir Spencer, so sweet. Thank you. The Wolf of Kansas and, City. And as I said earlier, you know, I love Sir Spencer. He is, he's just crazy. He just <laughs> does crazy shit with anything that we come up with. It's like, oh, I, I can do that. Look, watch this. He's a hold my beer kind yeah. of guy. Yeah. He's yeah. an inspiration yeah. like to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's like the pilot who says, watch this. And, you know, you're probably going to die, but it might be really exciting. (laughs) It's really I I love him very much. He did the Bitcoin block party. Mm -hmm. Him and Lorian and Abel Kirby, they were selling stuff with Bitcoin. I thought that is just brilliant. So cool. He is. uh, He's leading the way. He's the one running with the scissors like. Straight out, yeah. he's got one oh, in yeah. each hand oh, actually. Yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> he's got shears. He's walking around with shears in his hands. <laughs> the big one. He's Edward Scissorhands of podcasting 2.0. That's what he is. That's what he is. <laughs> and and to me, Spencer's one of those guys I looked up. I look up to because 
he sticks to his guns. He has he has the courage of his convictions, and he's a good guy. And he just shows you that with all the bullshit out there, there are still you know guys you can lean on if you need to. He's one of them. Um, so thank you, Spencer. And Very. him and Lorian are, are fantastic people. Couldn't find nicer folks. Let me see. Go there, there he goes. <laughs> there we go. He's walking with his scissors. Ah. All right. What about these? There we go. There's some scissors. Are you hurt oh, and then you need some of this. There. Ooh, pixie uh, dust. Nice. Sprinkle it on there. Yeah. Let's nice. see. Uh, there's one we weren't supposed to play because it got cut off. I know that much. I know this guy. This is a. Uh, Ned. I was thinking quite a bit what what to ask. Um, I was going to ask you uh, what what favorite what's your favorite podcast you were ever on, which would put you on the spot for this one. Be like, Hogstar, even though that would be the right answer. Um, but not true. You still say <laughs> but, um, I guess what you guys touched on this before, where uh, you talked, I think last time you were on Hog Story about a lot of second half of show stuff. Yeah. What was your favorite uh, second half of show story that you could remember, or even if it's just like stupid funny or or so outlandish, or maybe something that you like started researching more after it became a second half of show story? So, in the smoker. Ned, Ned, in, in the smoker, in the smoker, in the smoker. Um, I like shows like this for a very specific reason because I can sit here. I like, first of all, I like shows that are just audio. So I love being on audio only show. Um, I really, I'm, uh, video is such a different experience. I'm in my yes. own studio. Um, I got my own vibe going on. Um, I, you know, we're, we're all about sound. I, I've got the, it, my room is always dark. No matter when I do the show, I got, you know, mood lighting all the time i like i really if i had a green visor it would be complete you know i was like yes oh, yeah. of, i'm here in front of the teletype and i'm uh, smoky room yeah he's like okay in the background we've got the teletype going um yeah smoky room although i kind of stopped stopped doing that vapey room oh and, yeah that's right so i like this um I like Grimerica for the same reason, of course. Uh, two shows that, well, I've never been on Grimerica until recently. Fi finally got that done. Uh, that was, that took a long, way too long. Um, so th this, this would be one of my favorite types of podcasts for sure. Um, because you can, yeah, you can just kind of chill out. And, and again, I, I love this. I love the sound you have in the background. Anything that's, that I can do in a dark room. <laughs> Any podcast that I can do in a dark room is, is going to be one of my favorites for sure. As for second half of show stuff, my favorite. I mean, the problem is so much of that just came true, yeah. you know, and, and we kind of yeah. stopped doing second half of show because, you know, like how many times do I have to tell you that these guys are not getting to the moon? They're not getting to Mars. You know, it's like the richest men in the world are not able to get out of the atmosphere. And, you know, it's like, yeah. You know, uh, I think I really like the moon landing part the best because it's just so much like, oh, sorry, we lost all the tapes. We don't have the video. Oh, crap, someone erased them. You know, we've got NASA guys saying, well, if we can ever get through the Van Allen belts, but no one remembers, you know, that this was a, a real problem years ago. Uh, and now it's just like, it, I even hear some people speaking as if it's the first time we're going to the moon. Do they know that we went there? Kind of, sort of. And how did we do that with that material? In a tin can. I spoke to Dr. Mae Jemison in 
Nah, I don't remember. It was actually, it was the early CNET um, pilot that they had me come in for CNET, which, you know, it was initially going to be a whole television network. And I wound up registering CNET.com for them. They didn't know what the hell they were doing. That's actually the first time I met Dvorak. And this was, this is, I think I might've still been at MTV. It was a long time ago. And she was the first, I think the first, one of the first female astronauts, certainly first black female astronaut to be on the space shuttle. And uh, I was like, you know, so tell me, what's it like? She was like, it's a fucking tin can. We had 64K byte of memory in some module, but everything was controlled by wire. You know, uh, Houston was running the whole show. We could adjust a little bit, but there's nothing. There was no technology. It was just a tin can and we were in it. And I thought, huh, (laughs) okay, (laughs) how did that thing go to the moon then? Uh, You know, like when I was five years old. So, and how how did they not just the radiation from the Van Allen belts, but outside the atmosphere, you're getting it from everywhere. All of the the quasars, the galactic cores, our sun, Jupiter, Saturn, uh, they're all sending out radiation. And uh, how was that shielded? From that type of radiation, how is it shielded from um, micrometeoroids, bits of uh, tiny, tiny little bits, you know, traveling thousands of miles per hour while they themselves oh, yeah, yeah. are traveling you're real thousands te- You're getting real technical. You're getting real technical. You know, I guess in space, it doesn't matter how big the hole is. Uh, now, I read today in uh, in Metro, which, of course, is, uh, you know, take it for what it is, NASA boss, colon, Colon. China could claim the moon as its territory and ban the USA from landing there. Oh, this sounds a lot like no one's been there yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Do we have a flag yeah. on that yeah, bitch or what? Flag, yeah, and a reflective plate. <laughs> yeah. does, does that flag not mean anything? As a matter of fact, we weren't just a flag. We left a bunch of shit up there. And why do we always keep crashing shit into the moon just to prove we can do something? It's like, stop uh, crashing. Because we like to hear it ring. <laughs> like, you know, right. Rings. <laughs> right. Yes. Of course, we all know it's hollow. Hello. It doesn't have to be hollow to ring out. There are rocks in Pennsylvania you can hit with a hammer and they ring like bells, but they're solid. But it does ring. That's it for does sure. ring for sure. And I think that's why they keep hitting it. They're like, hey, play that sound again. I, I, I understand from, uh, from Curry and the Keeper, you're, you're going back to, to flying. Yeah, um, that's cool. Well, it's it's partially because I'm I'm so pissed off about yeah. what they've done to our domestic aviation system. Uh, yeah. It's it, it you know you, you just it, it's just it's not doable, and what they're really killing off is regional air. You know, so just being able to to hop around, you know, to to get from from uh, within the United States, it's becoming increasingly difficult. And um, I said, well, I learned how to fly for a reason. So uh, what's, uh, what's, what's going on? I haven't really flown much in the last 15 years. So well, we'll see what's the state of the art. It's, uh, I would say for general aviation, it's the Cirrus um, SR-22, which uh, is comp- the thing flies itself. And it's all glass, co- it's a completely glass cockpit. Has uh, the ballistic parachute, which makes everyone feel really safe, certainly passengers, you know, so that, that's, that's what I'd like it for. I'm, if I'm in trouble, I'm just going to try and land the plane. I'm not going <laughs> to... The parachute, I think, makes uh, some pilots more dangerous than what they would have to be. Um, but more importantly, one, and so I'm, uh, there's a 10-hour transition to the Cirrus, and then you can literally rent one anywhere in the world. You get like the Cirrus card, you're approved. Um, 
And, but I had, I never, I've done a lot of the training, but I never got my instrument rating. So I'm going to get my instrument rating. Mm -hmm. uh, I had a little delay for some uh, medical stuff. So it got put off until uh, literally until uh, the new year. So we're just about to start up again. But what's even more fun is when you're on the airfield, then you bump into people and Oh, hey, you, oh, you got this Cirrus jet. Oh, that's cool. The six person. Hey, you know, if I pay for gas, you want, you want to fly to New York? Oh, that's, that's how it fun. Goes. That's oh, how it goes. Cool. Yeah. And then even crazier. Um, so I had this procedure done and it was mainly my, 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 the bone of my, my mouth uh, was deteriorating. And so I, I really should have probably taken care of this 10 years ago. So I had to make some choices, and the choice I made was to put a small aircraft in my mouth, uh, so I won't <laughs> be buying anything for a while. The cost yeah. of uh, uh, of ossifying, growing new bone, extracting twelve teeth is going to be implants. And right now, I'm literally have temporaries in, and I'm and I'm growing uh, my bone. <laughs> I'm growing my bone. Uh, so I have two. Uh, Two dentists. I got Doc Hollywood here. Interestingly, in, in Fredericksburg, who did the uh, who's doing the the teeth themselves. So he did the temporaries, and we had a lot of. Uh, he has a, the technology is outstanding these days. I said, look, man, yeah. I got to do. I speak for a living, so I can't be thing. I can't be whistling. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it, we'll have to adjust. I mean, I may have to adjust something soon because just the way these temporaries are. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff and that he can do, and he and, and these are young guys, thirty eight, thirty nine. Um, mm -hmm. And they get it. So he does all uh, all the the beauty stuff and the teeth. And then we got uh, Mitch Maverick in uh, Kerrville, which by itself is dirty and grungy. And he it, and he's the periodontist. And when I met him, I'm like, why why do you do this? Stuff? He says, I love surgery. Okay, fascinating. <laughs> so you're my guy. But turns out he's yeah. a pilot. He has his own cool. um, uh, Piper Malibu which is a six person pressurized, you know, you don't get in over the wing, the stairs that fold out. And he has a house that he's building on the airport in Bernie with a hangar. And wow. he says, oh man, let's Beauties. go fly. And so now he's like, hey, you know, you guys want to go to Colorado? We'll fly, we'll go there, whatever. So you, you, get, you make friends in the aviation business on the airfield. And that's when you get to fly fun stuff and go fun places. And um, as Tina and I are getting a little bit older, uh, I think it would be fun for us, certainly, um, to travel within the United States, uh, you know, and just do it with uh, with our own plane or one that we, we rent for whatever, and uh, fly around, go to nice places. You know, this we also want to do international travel, but yeah. for, the, for the United States, there's thousands of airfields and all kinds of beautiful places to go. And, you know, we could even uh, drag Phoebe in, throw her in the back. You know? <laughs> it's like Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell do this. They, they, they fly around all the, all the time, too. I've got Something one like that. for That's you. Fun. Uh, I'm going to send you a picture of this thing in, in, uh, in the back channel on IRC. Uh, yeah, I got it. Okay. I doubt you'll be flying around like that anytime soon. Let me see. <laughs> I would fly it. I'd try it. That thing I'd is jet-powered. I'd, I'd try oh, that. Wow. that. That looks badass. <laughs> that looks pretty badass. The, uh, yeah, that's badass. cool. Um, I'm trying to find who made it. Uh, I, saw, I, I would fly that. It's called the M02J. It's a yeah. jet-powered glider. That's fun. Japanese, so you know it's... Uh, so you, well. It's guaranteed. Quality, quality. Best price. Best price. Yeah, nice. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Real fast for a so, short time. 
so that's the uh, <laughs> so that that's uh, that's what's going on there. Yeah, I mean, I I, I kind of flew helicopter more than fixed wing. Um, yeah, but it's. And honestly, I mean, I'm, you know, I flew with what we call steam gauges, the six pack, you know, you got, you got six little dials and, and that's what you're doing it with. And, and that's, that's your instruments. And now it's like, you take off, boop, 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 planes flying by itself. Oh, we're going to go land, boop, 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 boop. approach mode, plane takes, takes it all the way down, gets the, uh, the, um, gets the locator. It gets the glide path. Really, you're just you're there for the beginning and the end. It's so beautiful. It's all so nice. The technology, and you got your live weather, your live uh, anti-collision. You know your your TCAS. It's all at your fingertips, it, and and you get to take your test for instruments with the computer display. I'm like, you're you're kidding me, right? So He's this is like a, a a a simula like, I don't know if it's a hundred percent sim hundred percent wow. like the simulator hundred percent yeah and so it, you know when I was training for instruments you had to make a standard rate turn you're looking at a dial and a needle and you're trying to keep it in the right spot and you're trying to keep it level and and now like the, there's just so much information like okay you're perfect here go over here you your speed is here I mean it's, it's all this stuff like you had to kind of know that and now the plane just does it for you so it's uh. I would say inherently safer because there's a lot less workload for the pilot, and I'm very excited about uh, about flying much more in the future. It does it um, reduce the uh, like. I, I remember you talking about like you have to be mentally prepared to uh, to fly. Like then, if you're going to fly tomorrow morning, you want to you want to be mentally prepared. Is is it? Does it take away a lot of stresses that uh, you you had to ex- had to uh, experience? No, you still want to be mentally prepared, and uh, when you're in the air, you always want your situational awareness to be sharp. Um, it just reduces reduces so much workload itself. Oh, okay. Uh, just. Anything you're doing uh, while flying, um, it, it, we have a saying like the aircraft you can get ahead of you, uh, and then it's just if you're if you're like oh wait a minute what did I do you you know you're you're going 200 miles an hour and uh, I should be descending I should be slowing down you know all these things that you should be paying attention to you know uh, am I flying level is there any anything in the am I on the right track all these things are simplified for you so it, it just like I mean honestly. My car, um, every car now comes with like co-pilot. And so when I'm driving home from or driving back home from Austin or something on 290 um, and it's an hour and a half drive, this thing, you know, it's, yeah, you keep your hand on the wheel, but it's, it's turning along the road. It's, you know, it's adaptive cruise. So it's uh, staying at the right, same distance b- behind the person in front of you. It's keeping you in lane. You know, you, you relax. You're like, oh, you know, you feel much better about, you can pay attention to the road and what's going on. You And you can look, look to down for a second. You're not going to veer off the road. The, I think this is very, very good technology. I don't like the idea of complete autonomy. Um, no, no, me neither. Uh, even though these planes can land themselves, that is a feature that if you conk out, then it will radio the nearest uh, <laughs> the nearest <laughs> airfield and will say, we're coming in, and it will land the plane. Uh, now, wow. that's not something I, again, I, I don't want that, and I don't want autonomous driving, but all these things that make life a little bit easier, 
if it's a real system you can depend on, yeah, uh, I, I'm very, I think it's very enjoyable, and I think that's a great use of technology. Oh, yeah, it sounds, it, it sounds very exciting. I, I can't I help but it. wonder what happens if a, a critical part of all those systems fails. And well, yeah. Is there a single point of failure? No, I would hope no, not. no, no. It, it's all Excellent. multi, multi. This, this airplanes are also not cheap. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> multiple. Now, in addition to that, you can get these aircraft, and that would be the one I would prefer to to, to fly. Uh, it has three of the standard uh, steam gauges uh, on the pilot side to, to the left. So your airspeed, your VSI, so your, your vertical speed indicator. Um, uh, and your, uh, you know, your, your, basically your, your, your compass. So you know, which direction you're going. And these are all old school instruments. And a lot of people buy these new planes with those three things, hmm. uh, installed just in case everything yep. fails, then you still can, I mean, without airspeed and, you know, if you're flying level and, you know, you can get in trouble pretty quickly the so to have, uh, oh, to have those things is pretty cool. The uh, the gauges though they're analog, not just the display is uh, you know what I mean. Where the like it's a digital it's an, exactly yeah, the measurements exactly. are taken uh, in an analog way. Analog, analog way, a static pressure, etc. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Exactly, because that is useful. I you know as just the way I'm always thinking is is just like what you're saying where it makes it easier. And um, do they still teach in in pilot school what? you would do without all that and like and how how these components no, work no no well see no. that is dangerous because then you have somebody without the knowledge of, no, of what does I mean, what uh, on the plane no the ins the instruments look exactly the same mm. they function exactly i mean they they haven't changed necessarily the way they're displayed uh, it's just digital and it and it uses digital sensors um and there's no Really, there's not. A, this is all. I mean, Garmin is used on you know the big the big boys. It's the same, the mm. same hardware, the same uh, flight displays. Uh, this is very very tried and true stuff. But still, you, I like to have that that kind of backup. Um, uh, but I don't but the actual the actual knowledge of how they work, it's going to be the same whether it's uh, an analog or digital. Oh, okay, okay. I was trying to think of, uh, but I don't have any experience being a pilot, uh, and uh, an analog, you know, like uh, how people don't know how to drive stick shift cars anymore. Is there something similar uh, for flying the plane where uh, the plane does it for you, where you don't have to operate something or look at a gauge anymore, like you would have to operate the, the shifter and look at your tachometer, you know, while you're shifting gears. Oh, God, I miss doing that. Yeah, it's not. It's, I lo I love going from going slowing down to turn the corner, going from four shifting down to second. Ah, it hmm. makes it way more fun, and you can. I mean, it makes it feel like I'm uh, racing. You know, you drop it down Holy to crap. second to take that turn. Uh, you know, it's. I've watched a lot exactly. of Top Gear, so uh, even if I'm in the car by myself, I'm going tonight as I'm taking that turn. So I just I just got a text from John C. Dvorak. We we text twice a week. Newsletter. Newsletter. That's it. Newsletter, which means go look at your email. Newsletter twice a week. That's pretty much our text. We love you, Monday John C. Dvorak. 
Monday night football tonight, guy makes a tackle, gets up to get back to the next play, keels over, heart attack, 24 years old, might be dead. <laughs> there you go. There Whoa. You go. Yeah, it's so common. It is so, so common. It's yeah. so common. Yes, died suddenly. It's been happening all my life, these things on the field. I've seen it forever. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm sure yeah, Joe Namath all has all those stories about teammates just dropping over dead. Just dropping dead. Yeah. Here, Bill, Bill's Hamlin given CPR. Exits M and F by ambulance. Safety, Damar Hamlin taken off the field. Ambulance after receiving treatment for 10 years. The Bills against the Bengals. Mm. Bengals. The Bengals, is a, that would be really cool. The Bengals. What, what's <laughs> yeah. wild about these sports teams and athletes is, is that there's so much money that is spent on on doctors, their diet. Everybody knows what diets they're, they're on. They take take this medication, take this pain medication. Um, it's very, like, you know, strategic, and they know exactly what uh, their allergies are, and uh, it, and it just doesn't make any sense. Nope. Is <laughs> no, 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 I know. I hear you. I hear you. It's, uh, don't know what to say. <laughs> no, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's sad is what it is. Um, yeah, it we is. got some, we still got some voicemails and I some bet, voicemails. I bet they're not sad. Uh, we don't want to keep you too long. Uh, I got a couple more minutes. And, um, Tina already put the dog in here. So that means that oh, means yeah, the dog, yeah. Phoebe's here. And that means she's like, Hey, uh, I gotta go pee soon. And Aww. Tina's watching the, she's watching the, the Chippendales movie, I guess. So we should, we should be good for a few oh, okay. more minutes. Okay. Well, you just say the word and we'll, uh, <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's see who we got here. I gotta, gotta hit it. That's right. This machine gets stuck sometimes, you know? Oh, I know. Joe Biden <laughs> said, come. And most of them come with a phone number. What up, what up, what up? It's hey, hey. Monday, and you're listening it to Hog Story. Hey, it's Christopher It's Monday. It's that's right. Yeah, that's right. Adam Curry. But you already know. Yeah. I mean, Monday. Adam Curry's here. Anyway, not really a question or anything like that, but uh, I guess the big thing would just be promo- <clears throat> excuse me, promoting podcasts. Because I noticed, like, you know, people... I mean, everybody from Darren to Gene to all those people, they'll do a podcast and then they don't even post it on Twitter or Mastodon or anything like that, you know, and I'm, I'm listening to it, but I'm listening to it and I'm like, hey, I go to retweet it or, you know, toot it or whatever like that, and it's not even there, and I'm working or whatever, and so I don't want to take the time and find the proprietary link and whatnot, you know, and I don't necessarily want to just share it just out of my podcast provider because I want I want it to be easy access for anybody to, to get to. So, uh, yeah, I would say people just got to promote their stuff and they're promoting it, tag the people that run the show, you know, make it make it as easy as possible to uh, to promote the show and promote the people that we're dealing with the show. So, anyway, that'd be that. Chris Battles. Love you guys. Stay dangerous. I am, whether it's raining or it's not. Ta-ta! <laughs> Thank you for coming, Christopher. Yes, in the smoker, he came all yes. over the smoker. He did. he did. He does. He's a he's a regular, and that is a good point. And um, I can only say in their defense that uh, it's tough when you're running everything by yourself. You know, there's no secretary or social media team or any of that kind of stuff. It's uh, and if you're unfamiliar with things, you you've got to learn it yourself. Indeed, indeed, and that's. The, the curve, you know, but 
I remember early days of podcasting. Uh, this is before we had phones. It's like, um, go to your web browser, go to this website, look for the little orange RSS Oh, button. yes, yeah. Yes. Right-click on that, <laughs> and then it's like copy link. Now, switch over to your podcast, uh, your, your, what do we call them, podcast? Uh, your feed catcher. Yeah, podcatcher. That's what it was, feed podcatcher. Um, then, you know, go to subscribe, paste it in there. Make sure you ch- don't check. Make sure you check that you're not going to download all episodes at once. I think I've done that. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, no, that yeah. Was, that's evident that. of uh, my hard drives. Yeah. <laughs> what is this yeah, low yeah. disk warning? <laughs> I got a low I, disk warning on my phone the other day. I didn't realize that Fountain had been storing a million episodes on stuff. It was yep, quite same. interesting. It was a real throwback. I'm like, oh, crap. I didn't <laughs> I haven't seen that warning in a while. It hadn't even been a hundred years. <laughs> it's just funny. Well, uh, the apps just, let's just go ahead and... Uh, Get all that for you. Everything. You wanted Let's everything, right? Let's just create a podcast folder and I'll just have every podcast. Because you listen to one um, show. Yeah. Uh, daily source code, no agenda. I have a lot of like early stuff because I, I clicked on the orange uh, Do RSS. Do you have all the episodes? Do you have all the daily source code episodes? I have, I have, a, um, I have a, a, a bunch, but I don't think I have every single one. Because uh, Christopher Izine over at Podcasting 2.0, he's yep. now he's uh, also known as the Swedish trickler. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's Swedish. He's in Sweden, and he uh, he just finds feeds. He's a big feed guy, and oh, cool. OPML uh, collections of feeds. And so he's taken it upon himself to recreate daily source code, all episodes, but he's doing it 2.0 with chapters, with images, with transcripts. And I don't know if he has, he has most episodes, but I don't know if he has all of them. Okay. Um, But I'll definitely, early ones, I think is the ones he's looking for, like, like from a hundred to 200, stuff like that. Okay. I'll have to, I'll have to get anything. Uh, Yeah. I'll, I'll take a look at the, 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 my drive and we can, we can compare and contrast from there and and see what he's got. Uh, I'd I'd love to help. Uh, any any way I can help? I'll, I yeah, he's on um, he's on the podcast index social. He's on the Fetty. He's on the Fetty. You can get him on the Fetty. Oh, I can get him on the Fetty. I love on it. Fetty. <laughs> <laughs> you can tickle him on the Fetty. Yeah. It took me a while to get great. used to that term. The yeah, it's nasty. It's all nasty. <laughs> the toots the, Fetty. None of it's good. None the of it. and me. I'm like Fetty. The only Fetty I know fetty. is Con Fetty. Yeah, right. If, if he's listening, I'm uh, Blaney at podcastindex.org. <laughs> oh, oh, you're on podcastindex.org? Uh, yeah. Or no, podcast dot social. Dot social. Sorry, social. dot social. Yeah, yes, I think he's the podcast c- index. Though. I think it's C I S E N E C I Z E N. I think it is. C I Z E N. Okay. C I S E N. I'll tag you guys. We'll figure it out. Nice. We got another phone call? Another oh, we voicemail? certainly do. Yeah. I was uh, just, w- my trigger figure was itching. <laughs> In the smoker, Hogs. This is Tom Starkweather Tom coming Star- to you from hey, Northern Virginia. Starkweather. And Hello. the question I have is, in the darker times of the last couple of years, what is the most positive thing you've learned about humanity? Hmm. The most positive? I think humanity is positive. In general, humanity so. is super positive and creative. And, well, I think if you go back to our 
conversation from about 45 minutes ago, oh man, this I've learned a lot about humanity. Humanity is good. In general, we're, we're good. There's just a lot of evil around that captures us, you know, captures us. It's, it's, it's hard to get away from. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of good people got captured by the evil, I, I think. But um, I, I feel like uh, I, I, I try to shed light personally. I can't speak for everybody else, but um, in, in, in not in, in a negative way. And, and uh, I, I think what uh, I, I learned most is, is um, uh, not to, not to hate these people, hate people that that d- decided on this on this path, but but understand and forgive their, um, uh, I, I guess their. Uh, I don't. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, they they've, yeah, they've decided. The on no, this. no. Here's the yeah. answer, Tom Starkweather. Yeah. I found that Carolyn Blaney. She's one of the best things of humanity. There's your answer right there. She is one of the best things of humanity. Listen to how she's just trying to be nice about people. She is. She's. Uh, yeah. I think you're Thank 100% you. correct. And uh, yeah. Nothing huzzah. but positive. Not huzzah. Huzzah. Nothing but positive. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, Carolyn Blaney, you are a unique. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Adam Curry, you are unique. Ah. <laughs> you, you have. You've changed. You've, you've changed my life in in ways that are are beyond. Uh, it, it's it's God connected you and I. T- you and I. That that's Aww. that's how, that's how I feel. I Aww, feel like that's so that's so nice. That's so nice. And I love you saying. I think that. so. Yeah. Uh, because of yeah. that. Because we're we're all humans, and we all have that 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 I get. It's like an urge to to help to be helpful and uh, give what you can when you can, if someone needs it. I mean, that's, that's how I'm doing this right now. How we got uh, the Satoshi streaming. It's from the, the help of other others. My dumbass couldn't do all of this uh, by myself. I could, it'd take a lot longer. That's for and sure. And this is, this is so nice because this is what the original early days of the internet was. Everybody was helping each other out. Um, you know, it was all decentralized. <laughs> Uh, there was no, you you know, you learn stuff by asking people and they say, oh, they would show you the way and here's how you can do this. And it's also so nice to kind of have that vibe again, you know, just uh, I think the last time that happened was when people were helping each other do tags on MySpace. You know, that <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of the, the last uh, the last time we were really helping each other out on technical level with just people who want to communicate have fun write something publish something um and we're back to that and, and i enjoy and uh every single morning i really thank god for no agenda nation they are the platform they're the base uh of everything i do everything i do the no agenda nation has always been there they show up. They show up for the meetups. They show up for the crazy, the crazy new podcast. They show up for the new crazy new technology. Whatever it is, they're always there to support and and to try something out. And I really, really enjoy that tremendously. I do too, and that is cool. Even in too. this small area, uh, uh, going to the meetups I go to, where there's maybe six people or so. Um, sure. One of the guys that the guy that sets it up, the dirty Jersey whore. 
Oh, man. <laughs> I've been drinking his wine. He gave me, he, he sent a couple of bottles of wine. I've been drinking some of his wine. Yeah, Dirty Jersey Horror. I've, that I've guy's seen cool a lot of this shit. guy lately. He is yeah, so he's cool. cool. And, um, yeah, he's great. Right away, the first meetup I go to, he's... Uh, He's, he's there. there. Mm -hmm. He's got mm -hmm. he's got the cut out the heads of you and John, and then on the back of it <laughs> is stuff about Hog Story. Ah, cool! Uh, yeah. He's like a list yeah. show man, and uh, yeah. he gave us Hog Story stickers that he had made. Yes, he's uh, just awesome. He sends us twenty bucks. Uh, yeah, he's a very very cool guy, and I, I met him in Bluffton, Georgia. Then I met him again in Luling, Texas. He's all oh. over the place. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, I he love gets that. He is a whore. <laughs> he is. He is exactly. Let's uh, let's do uh, let's do another voicemail. One of these. You're killing me, next caller. This is Box again. I totally Box. screwed up earlier. I feel like a complete fucking moron, and I apologize. Didn't even play it. What Didn't I really it. wanted to ask all of you is how you get past the the I don't know. The anger and the, um, I don't know, the, the feeling of possibly inadequacy or just fruitlessness in looking at the world as closely as you have to in order to deconstruct news and still have any kind of hope. If you do have hope, and it does seem like you all feel hopeful, mm -hmm. that's what I wanted to ask. I apologize for um, screwing it up earlier. Please, for fuck's sake, don't play that. I don't. I don't need to look any more stupid than I already. We do. didn't. All right, you, don't. you guys uh, have a great evening in the smoker. <laughs> uh, who was this? Vox. Oh, Vox. Okay, Vox. Vox is in the chat room. Okay. Yeah. Um. I am one of these people that when um, when when there's some crisis, I'm the one that makes the jokes. That's how I deal with um, with trauma and stress. Mm -hmm. So when I'm reading yes. this stuff um, uh, and we're looking at stuff or uh, researching stuff, I just see the humor in everything, and, I, and it really <laughs> it really doesn't phase me. And I also know that it doesn't go as fast as you think it would. Now. Um, I was not surprised. I think John was a bit surprised about how fast things went with COVID and uh, QR codes and vaccine mandates and all this stuff. But we have been talking about it for over a decade and seeing, you know, uh, we, you know, we've played old shows. We're like, hey, here's what they're going to do. They're going to want to do this and, you know, want to have you know, more than one shot. And it's going to be uh, on, a, on a subscription and it's going to be for all kinds of different. We, we've kind of seen all these things. So it's also not new. It's like, oh, well, yeah, I guess we kind of knew this was coming. Um, and we've been around long enough just to, to see the cycle. And I was like, oh, okay, well, it's this again. Oh, well, let's see how they do this time. Um, uh, yeah, it, it, I re it really doesn't, I mean, do I, it, it doesn't really bother me that much. I, I, I love making fun of it all. I see Adam, I appreciate your humor. I, I personally, that that's how I deal with things. It's like this is exactly how I deal with things that are extremely stressful. I have to, I have to laugh. There's just no way. I have to make a joke, and I, I love it. I, I love what, I love what you do, and I appreciate what you do, and I appreciate where you, where you, 
where you come from because of with with it and it's like we we could we could be sad about it we could be angry about it but you're you're coming from a place where i'm coming from and 90 percent of of what is out there is people freaking out about something fucking unimportant mm-hmm. it's yeah it's the outrage of the day and it's yes. dumb like you know it's like who fucking cares but you know so we really don't spend a lot of time on that most yeah. most like that's you know that's just distraction you know it's yeah. like what you know what are the really big things that are happening um now where i do get a little dismayed is when i like we were at a dinner party and i see how bought in people are into everything mm-hmm. and all yes. in i'm like oh wow i forgot yeah there are people who just really believe it all and they yep. just buy into everything that they're being told and and that's always yeah how i always think i feel bad for i feel sad like oh man yeah. i'm sorry that, you, that you're all fucked up about this stuff because it's not true or you yeah. know it's it's nuanced or it's a lie yeah. outright that's always a bit sad um it is. but for, for myself um yeah I, it, i've been doing this so long and eased into it so perfectly um that it, it none of it really bothers me i'm also focused on hmm I think we can fix things, you know. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I like what I, even what I'm doing outside of no agenda is all parallel networks and setting stuff up for. Hey, you know what? If all this shit really does fall apart, we'll be ready. We'll have right. some stuff. Yeah. We got we got a community. I know anywhere I go in the world, if there's a problem, I can hop on Telegram or uh, or on Mastodon or some other network, and I can say I can send out the bat signal, and there's going to be someone right near me who's going to say, "What do you need?" Yeah, uh, and and this goes for everybody. This is why these meetups are so important because you make friends. You know, when I get, I get a note from, hey, you know, it's like so and so, another producer, he's going through a rough time. You know, people look out for each other in this community. It's really beautiful. We're we're no agenda is a no agenda nation, which you know encompasses a lot, mm-hmm. uh, and is not specific to no agenda. Is really a beautiful group of people. You know, a lot of people it turns out in the. Um the smiles, the humor really helps uh, keep you positive. It's it's the opposite of when uh, somebody gets too much Botox and they can no longer feel emotions. Uh, <laughs> right, you put a right. smile on your face, it's you true. can't help it's but true. feel happy. You know, it's laughter. Absolute, yes. Absolutely. It's infectious. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's why me and Carolyn get along so well. So well, we're not afraid to laugh at stuff. Yeah. Should we do one more uh, voicemail and then wrap it up so I can uh, yes. take my doggy out? Good idea. Let's do it. Let's do that. One last one. Here we are. Yeah. Hey guys, I just want to thank you for telling your testimonies about Jesus and about God, and thank you for helping plant those mustard seeds and growing people's faith and. I've called before, and I don't know what tonight's question is. I didn't, I, you know, I didn't look Whatever it up. You want it to be, but I just want to thank you for that. That really, I think that really helped a lot of people out. Thank you. Uh, who was that? Um, I don't think they said they, their name. They just said they called before. Oh, okay. Well, th- you're right. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, yeah. I'm just, I'm just doing what we do. Uh, yeah. it is, it is, it is quite amazing ever since Tina and I talked about that and it's kind of a part of our ongoing dialogue, the amount of people who, who have 
who have come and said, oh, wow, you know, I was I felt really, John, you know, I felt very disconnected uh, from God. I'm coming back to it or I'm interested. Um, there's been a few, you know, a few negative ones, but yeah, to be expected, it's in fact, in fact, it's, it's, in, you, you, we know it's to be expected, the ridicule, but um, in general and young people too, <laughs> this is really interesting. Young people, like, yeah, they're looking for something. And I am happy to hear that because, you know, there's a lot of uh, what we might consider false idols and stuff in the world to distract people um, in, in, in all kinds of ways. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> throwing the mustard seeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess in a way, in a way. I like building the pathways. You know, I, I like building, I like building networks and, and communities and ways for people to, uh, to talk and, uh, and to communicate with each other and to share stuff. Uh, and that's what all of this is ultimately. Yeah, exactly. And it is. And, uh, and I, I, I thank you, Adam, for, for all that, all that you do, all that you've done. Um, it's, it, it's wonderful. Thank you. Oh, you, you're so welcome. And thank you for all the hours of endless entertainment. That you've brought to to all of uh, well in in the smoker of course, uh, but all over Gitmo Nation. Oh, thank you, <laughs> thank you, Adam. <laughs> it, it's a it's a good way of keeping sane. I want to thank you for that. You, you, I learned by watching people or listening in this case, and just the uh, paying attention to stuff and laughing about it helps uh, keep me sane uh, and not worry about it. If I can laugh about it, I'm not going to worry about it, and so. Uh, yeah, big thanks all around, and I mean, just as many thanks to you, Carolyn, too, because you're here uh, letting me bounce all my uh, shit off of, so it's uh, <laughs> it's cool, and uh, of course. that's the good, that's the positive uh, to focus on, to um, help us uh, not be sad about everything else. <laughs> and thank you, Fletcher, for everything you do, for, oh, for Hog Story, yes. Gitmo Nation, I love it. Let's uh, indeed briefly. I want to say thanks to the people that sent us uh, the boostograms. Uh, that's uh, very cool of you, especially with Podfather. I'll work you into the the split. I've got to mess with all that crap personally, um, Adam. <laughs> but it's uh, okay, man. Send it. Send it to uh, to podcasting two point um, Yeah, let, let's do that'd it. That'd be a good yeah. place. That'd be a good place to send it. Um, okay, that's very much appreciated. And uh, yeah, also thanks everybody in the in the chat room. Everybody boosting. I love seeing that. Crypto. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, you know we gotta get Warren in there. Thank God we're not regulated the way she wants us to be. <laughs> I yes. shall pray for our Lizzie. I shall pray for her that she shuts Indeed. up. That's how it would be a good start, wouldn't it? Huzzah to that. Huzzah! 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 Well, thank you so much, Adam. Uh, you've been a thank big Thank you, help. Adam. And, oh, we appreciate you yeah. coming on. And it's uh, uh, we love talking to you. You're wonderful. Well, the feeling is mutual. And thank you for the invitation. In the smoker! Huzzah! In the smoker! In the smoker! Joe Biden said, come, and most of them come with a phone number.